1: Terry and the Pirates. In company with Jude Hennick, April Kane, Burma, and Pat Ryan, Terry started for the town of Min Chow in an enclosed army truck. However, they ran into a mountain blizzard and were soon snowbound on a narrow, lonely road. Leaving the others in the truck, Pat and Terry started out for help. It was a struggle of several hours through the snowdrifts. And then as the bitter cold started to numb their hands and feet, Terry and Pat came upon a small group of houses. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Tomato Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. I sure hope, boys and girls, that not a single one of you will take any chances on getting your Terry scope. You know, the Terry scope you can send for is exactly like the one Terry made in the show. Like it, only better. Because it has eight thrilling special features. You'll be mighty disappointed if you don't send for this wonderful invention. Now, what I want to impress on you tonight is just this. There are only two more days before this offer closes. The deadline when the offer of the telescope expires is midnight December 6th. And December 6th, as you well know, is this Saturday, the day after tomorrow. So kids, for your own sakes, do this right away. Immediately after the show, ask your mother to let you run over to the store and get a can of Libby's tomato juice and one of Libby's pineapple juice. To get your Terry scope, you need those two labels and just one dime. Take the labels off the cans and on the back of one, print your full name and address and give your age. Then enclose a 10-cent piece and mail to Terry in care of Libby's Chicago, Illinois. Now, you know how to spell Libby's, L-I-B-B-Y-S. That's all you do. Just send in a label from Libby's Pineapple Juice and one from Libby's Tomato Juice with a dime. And this thrilling teriscope is yours. That is, it's yours provided the envelope with your order is postmarked by midnight, Saturday, December 6th. So get going, kids. Make sure you're not disappointed. And let me give you this suggestion, too. You know, Christmas isn't so awfully far away. And probably you've got some friends you'd like mighty well to give a present to. Well, you just couldn't find a more wonderful present for them than the Terry scope. Why, gosh, any boy or girl would be tickled pink to have a Terry scope turn up among his Christmas presents. He'd be getting two brand new games and three kinds of secret codes and a funny, tricky picture of Big Stoop besides a teriscope that lets a fellow see up over his head and around the corners and behind him. So even if you already have a teriscope for yourself, it might be a very good idea to send for two or three more to use as Christmas presents. Why not ask your mother how she feels about it? And if she's for the idea, be sure you remind her to get Libby's juices. For each teriscope you order, you'll need one label from Libby's tomato juice and one from Libby's Pineapple Juice and a dime. Send labels and coin with your full name, address, and age to Terry in care of Libby's Chicago. Now, we'll shoot that Teriscope right back to you, and will you have fun? Well, I say, there never was anything to equal this grand Teriscope. But remember, the offer's almost over. Get your order in at once to Terry in care of Libby's Chicago, Illinois. And now, Terry and the Pirates. And now in today's transcribed adventure, let's join Terry Lee, young American boy, and his adventurous friend, Pat Ryan, as they pause a moment to take a look at the nearest and largest of a group of houses. It is still night and the dark buildings loom up black and forbidding against the swirling snow of the mountainside. This must be the main street. I mean, there isn't any street, just these few houses straggling out along the road. Doesn't look like much of a spot, Pat. You wouldn't know anybody lived here. Well, if we can get a team of horses and a sleigh, we ought to be able to find somewhere around here. Hey, look, Terry. Let's try this first house here. Let's hope somebody's home. There ought to be on a night like this. I thought I saw a light in the window. Wait. I think I hear somebody coming.
2: Well, Len, sakes, Who are you? What you doing out there in that snow and cold?
1: Well, we're trying to get help for some people. that snowed in in a truck several miles back along the road.
0: Oh, so
2: you're a stranger around here couldn't see you for a minute. Well, come in. Land sakes. Oh, and you got a young man with you, too.
1: Yes, ma'am. Kick the snow off your feet, Terry. We don't to track of the carpet. Oh,
2: now, now. Never mind all that fussing. Come on in where it's warm. Shut the door. I want to keep the heat in. You could have come right in. We never locked the door. <laughs> but being strangers, I don't suppose you knew that. No, ma'am. We didn't. We... We didn't expect to find anybody, but... But, but Chinese here? (laughs) Well, now, of course, it's China, and these are the Kunun Mountains, (laughs) naturally. Now then, what was you saying? My, you must be almost frozen. Are are you all right? Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm fine. A little numb, but I'm okay. And you say you came from a truck that got caught in the snow back along the road? That's
1: right. It's uh, an army truck.
2: Oh, soldiers, eh? Well, now that... No, no,
1: no. We're not Soldiers. There's two ladies in the truck and...
2: Well, well... No, no, was you wanting a doctor? My, Milt's a doctor, but not so good that he's going can... to... Well, to tell
1: the truth, this is the first house we saw, the nearest one. So oh, we... well, you
2: must have saw the light. Milt always has me keep a light burning just in case. so <laughs> let lets folks know he's home in case they want him to gas. Oh,
1: then the doctor's in.
2: Oh, no, he's out. But you said the light in the window meant he was in. Oh, well, he isn't very far. He's just gone out to the barn. <clears throat> Ah, There he is now. Come in the other way. (laughs) Well, well, don't stand there, boys. Go on over to the fireplace. Go on over. thaw out.
1: I'll be glad to. Say, a fire in a fireplace is sure swell, isn't it,
0: Pat? Is that you, Mama? What?
2: Oh, now you boys stay right here and get warm. I'll go get you both a hot cuppa and I'll tell them what's happened. I can't understand why people go around these mountains. Well, this log fire is bridges. wonderful,
1: Pat, but, gee, we can't stay here very long. we got to get back to the truck and get the others. Yeah, I know. This room, it's, it's just like a room back in the United States. Did you notice? Yeah. This isn't a Chinese house. It's got a few Chinese things around, but otherwise it's like some small bungalow in the USA. Yeah, nice and
0: warm, too. Makes me kind of sleepy. well. well. What's all this about some people snowbound in a truck? A couple of women, hmm? I'm Dr. Milton, young man. Well, my name's Pat Ryan,
1: sir. I and do. This is Terry Lee. How do uh, you do? Our truck ran into a snowdrift several miles back and couldn't get out. We need help.
0: Well, I should say. You certainly picked a fine night to get snowed in. <laughs> but then, I, I suppose on any other kind of a night, you wouldn't get snowed in, would you? Uh. <laughs> now, how many people did you leave back there in the truck? Well, the two women
1: are April Kane and Burma. And an airplane pilot, Dude Hennick. Or the uh-huh. truck driver, a Chinese boy who speaks very good English. Four mm-hmm. well, all together.
0: Well, now, I'd be glad to hitch up my slave. It's only a two-seated cutter. Brought it with me all the way from Chicago. <laughs> and besides, I, I got a sick horse out in the stable. I
2: heard what you said, Milper. Why can't the young man go down to hidey-ho's and borrow his team and sled?
0: Well, yes, I suppose he could. Yes, he could go down to hidey-ho's, but <laughs> you know how hidey-ho is. Well, did I hear that name right, Dr.? Heidi Ho? Yes. <laughs> way, well, he doesn't mean that. That's just the way this chap's name sounds. It's a Chinese name. Of
2: course, if Heidi Ho takes the notion to let you borrow the horses,
3: that's fine. But if he says no, well, then... Well, why
0: shouldn't he let us borrow a team and sled to get some people out of trouble? Well, I haven't got time to go into all of that now, lad, but Heidi Ho is a chap we used to live in Chongqing. He's a pretty smart chap, too. That's right. There's a war on. Right. Heidi was bombed out of his home and business and everything. All he saves is his horses and a few sticks of furniture. So he comes out here to live.
2: He's downright mean at times. Can't say I blame him.
0: Yes, he's a big fella. strong as enough. I've never been able to get friendly with him. And we've tried, haven't we, Ma? Oh,
2: yes. But I guess Heidi old rather die than call a doctor. <laughs> this man hasn't been ill since he came out here.
1: Well, I'll go and see him about the
0: horses.
2: Now, you can't miss the place. It's a little one-room house and a big barn. He's more apt to be in the stable than the house. It's
0: the last house down. You can't miss it. You
1: want me to go with you? Oh, no, thanks. I can manage.
0: Oh, does this Heidi Ho speak English? Oh, yes. Very well. I'm surprised at times. I guess he picked it up in Chongqing. Oh, he's been around. Well, what about me going Oh,
2: past? no, 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 Sonny. You've done enough
0: takes and through the snow for one night. You just stay here and get warm. You go down and see about the team, Mr. Ryan, but uh, be careful of Heidi Ho now. If he's feeling mean, he's liable to turn on you without so much as an eye, yes or no. Well, I gotta get help for those people in the truck. All right. See you later. So no, long, Mr.
1: Pat. Oh, you stay here, Terry, and I'll be back as soon as I can.
3: Yeah, here. Oh, ha! ha! Waddle! Waddle! Yeah! Hold down. Lay me.
1: I'm looking for Heidi
3: Ho. Oh, so you are. Well, what do you want? I'm man. Well, sir, I want to hire a team of horses
1: and a sled. An army truck is stalled in the drifts back along the road. The people in it are waiting for
3: help. No. Army not protect me from invader. I'm not held by me. I lose my house. I lose all in universe. Now look,
1: poor people are in danger of
3: freezing, Mr. Heidi Ho.
1: And we've got to help them.
3: No. I live here so not need help people. Nobody help me. I not take horses out on such a night. Well, this
1: isn't a night for anybody to be out.
3: My horses not go out tonight. No sled. Perhaps when you come in morning, I've got
1: to have those horses tonight in the sled.
3: I'm willing to pay. Huh. You talk like English. I am not like have anybody order me what do with my own things in here. Now look. I want those animals now. No man in world coming stable tell Heidi Hall what want. Now, it's why you go. Well, if you're not going to help me get those people back there, then I'll... I say you go! Go! You feel more of this whip. Next time, cut across your face. Put that whip down. Ha! Ah. Oh! stranger eager to use hands on Heidi Hall. You forget, perhaps, I learned English where to fight, yes? You see, I am in charge. This place is mine. So now, pick yourself from ground. i all give you a lesson in behavior. We'll we'll see about that. If you won't help me, then
1: I've got to help myself. Like this, man. I shall kill the man who... Sorry. Sorry, Heidi ho There's been too much Heidi ho going on for me to waste time. I've got to have those horses, and I've got to have them now. Yes, this battle with the ugly Heidi Ho may mark the turning point in this other battle against the bitter cold and blizzard. But although Pat Ryan has the horses and is making ready for the trip back to the truck, we'll hear again from Heidi Ho. In just a second, I'll explain what I mean. Now, don't forget, kids, the deadline is Saturday at midnight. Yes, unless your order for a telescope is postmarked before midnight... Saturday, December 6th, you're going to miss out on one of the grandest offers ever made. The offer of a real honest-to-goodness terriscope, just like the one that's being such a lifesaver in the show. A teriscope that will do everything that one does, and more besides, because yours has secret codes and exciting games and other special features. Now to get it, you'll need two Libby's labels and a dime. The labels are from Libby's Tomato Juice and Libby's Pineapple Juice, one from each. Print your full name and address and give your age, then mail the labels with a 10-cent piece to Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. Now, don't take any chances, kids. Get your order in tonight if possible. Now, you know you want the Terry Scope, and it just takes two Libby's labels and 10 cents to get it. Now, you know the address. It's Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois, get going. You know, sometimes a good beating will do more for a man than anything else. And tomorrow you'll be surprised at what happens the next time Pat Ryan meets Heidi Ho. Yes, and you'll want to know what happened back at the snowbound truck. And it's all in tomorrow's trans-side adventure of Harry and the Pirates.
0: We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying, thank you.
1: Just a friendly reminder that right now, get any size iced coffee before 11 a.m. for just 99 cents. And a satisfying sausage McMuffin with egg is just $2.79. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo
0: meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: Laundry? <sighs>